0: We got a little bit of uh, some news that came out over the past couple of days uh, in the uh, Nashville Covenant uh, private school shooting back on March 27th, which uh, took the lives of three adults, three children, all age of nine, and including and then also uh, the gun gun person themselves and. There's been a lot of debate going back and forth between, you know, when apparently there was a manifesto. And you know, a lot of folks have been wondering, when is that coming out? And it's finally leaked out. But shouldn't have this been out a while ago? What are your thoughts on that, first and foremost? Yeah,
1: I mean, I've seen other cases where they put the manifestos out right away. I know in this case, they weren't trying to, you know, promote anything you know, towards that person. I mean, I think they even weren't saying the name for a while just to keep it on the on the down low. But i think a lot of people were interested in what she wrote on or he wrote on those notes so
0: let me um pull up a couple of things real quick and then um we'll go through the actual manifesto that's been leaked yes, you know, i will say trigger warning it's it's probably it's, it's very disturbing it's very disturbing and so you know, viewer be described uh, viewer be uh advice All
1: right. yeah it's a pretty uh, pretty crazy couple of notes and i know with our hearts and you know prayers
0: go out to the families you know they did lose their children they did lose yeah. their loved ones yeah for sure and in a uh, senseless meaningless it, it just shouldn't be happening anymore I, I just don't understand it but let's get into the uh the leak and then we'll talk about who got the the uh the pictures of the information and then we'll actually go through the manifesto itself so this comes in from cbs news says possible leak of nashville shooters writings before the covenant school shooting under investigation The the Nashville mayor's office called on the the city's legal team Monday to investigate a possible unauthorized release of writings of Audrey Hale, the shooter who indiscriminately opened fire in March at the Covenant School. The shooter took the lives of three children and three adults before being fatally shot by police. Mayor Freddie O'Connell issued a statement shortly after conservative radio host Stephen Crowder released what he said were three images of the shooter's writings from the day of the rampage. I am deeply concerned with the safety and security and well-being of the Covenant families and all Nashvillians who are grieving, O'Connell said. And so uh, first and foremost, like I said, we, we were talking a minute ago about this. It, this case should be closed, right? W- why would it not be available under like Freedom of Information Act or any of those things? What, do you, what are your thoughts there? Yeah,
1: I think I remember when, when we first covered the case there was something about Tennessee law that wouldn't allow certain things to get um like you know released to the to the to the i guess to everybody else and to us um, huh. but we got remember because at first they they weren't leaking the uh the body cam footage and then they le- and then the body cam footage came out mm-hmm. you know and uh, it was pretty crazy body cam footage i mean there were some brave guys going in there taking care of the of the perpetrator you know you know
0: I think they did a good job on that one. 100%. This is from the uh, New York Post. This is uh, seven Nashville detectives suspended. Seven Nashville detectives. Wow. After unauthorized leak of school shooter, Audrey Hales alleged writings. Well, first and foremost, seven. that's that's pretty crazy. Again, like I said, you know, yeah, you're right. You know, there's there could be some certain policy or, or things of that nature that could be preventing, you know, Nashville police from. Releasing it, but do you think there's any other ulterior motive behind not wanting it released?
1: I uh, probably because there is a witness, uh, that probably could have said something that morning and had police track, track, track her down to um probably stop this from happening, but maybe to protect mm-hmm. that witness the way that text message I think it's uh that's what they're trying to protect. But was like, wasn't there uh,
0: the same type of situation like in the Evaldi shooting that guy had told somebody as well?
1: And I think they were trying to. That Burst, they're trying to prosecute that person for not for not do,
0: saying anything and then just drop a charge, they just dropped the charges, I think. All right. So let's continue. This it says Nashville Police Department has suspended seven detectives in, in relation to the unauthorized leak of schools shooter Audrey Hale's writings. The officers were placed on administrative duty Wednesday as the agency attempted to pinpoint exactly how conservative commentator Steven Crowder obtained these explosive documents. A department spokesperson Don Aaron told the station seven individuals are on administrative assignment to protect the integrity of the active, progressing investigation. Aaron stressed the move was absolutely not punitive and said that the suspended detectives would not be named at this time. Crowder said an unidentified party contacted a member of his website's investigative unit claiming to be in possession of a portion of Hale's writings, a member of his news, a member of his team flew to Nashville to meet the source, who showed him images of the documents embedded in a text exchange with a person Crowder described as a Nashville detective. That's not good, Crowder said. His team were then able to research and authenticate them, paving the way for their release. While media and some law enforcement groups have argued the writings should be in the public domain, the Covenant School and several Uh, Victims' family members have opposed their release. I am deeply concerned with the safety, scrutiny, and well-being of the Covenant families and all the Nashvillians who are grieving. Nashville Mayor Freddie O'Connell said in a statement after Crowder unveiled Hale's materials, a group of parents whose children were present during the massacre also denounced the leak through a spokesman. You have now allowed the shooter who terrorized our family with bullets to be able to now terrorize us with words from the grave, said Brent Leatherwood, Covenant Police. Covenant parent. O'Connell said, he would launch a probe into the leak in conjunction with the Nashville police chief, John Drake. Crowder stood by the release, arguing that other mass shooters manifestos have been released in a timely fashion. What do you think about that, Big Blue? Do you think that because there's precedent on other manifestos being released that this one should be released as well? Do you think that the victim's families should have a say in whether or not this information gets out there or not? You know, when it comes to the news, there's a lot of information that gets out. You know, in all sorts of cases, you know, where's the where's the line? You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: I mean, there is that line. To me, the manifestos, it's part of, I guess, the story of what happened to the demise of the person and I think sometimes other people want to know it's tough to want to find out and know I mean especially if it's a family member who reads the words some of them are pretty bad but it's not the thing that I get from the manifesto when I read it it, it wasn't pointed towards these children it was just pointed towards the world uh, I don't know but it's still somebody can take it personal.
0: yeah I mean I, I can see that and the other thing is too you know there are certain things that are in this manifesto about how uh, you know they were acting and kind of hint to you know showing signs of uh, uh, the possibility of committing this later on, right? And, you know, maybe if people see these signs, because it's kind of hard, you know, if you see your friend, right, and you start seeing these certain signs, I'm I'm pretty sure it's going to be kind of difficult to say, hey, you know, this person that I've known for a while is capable of committing a crime that heinous i mean a lot of crimes are that way where the the actor in the crime you know, their family members completely especially if it's like something very heinous They're, you know majority of the time they're confused and didn't know you know there are some times that they do and and, and things like that obviously but you know there are many occasions where they don't with yeah, something don't like this that could kind of maybe maybe i don't know there open can, someone's eyes, what do you think? It
1: can, it can open someone's eyes to see, hey, this person needs help and whatever we're doing ain't, ain't working. Maybe we need to help them more. Uh, these were, I mean, private journals, and I saw the writing, I'm like, man, these that person, like, her, her writing is looks worse a little bit than my writing, and my writing is bad. But they were going through yeah. something pretty crazy in their mind. I mean, she was also an artist and all this stuff, and her artwork was kind of crazy too. I mean, we'll show that later, but I think, um, the manifesto, I know we seen other manifestos get released the day of or day after so that's why i was surprised when you guys said it finally got released like,
0: man it's been a while they hadn't i been mean paint. you're right and it's not like the police haven't said that they weren't going to release it they said yeah. that they were going to release it before and apparently like, we'll read this part real quick it says uh crowder has stood by the release arguing that mass shooter the manifesto has been released in a timely fashion uh, this one was this was one that did not follow along with the narrative he said this week a lot of people thought it was necessary for this to be out. And there are people involved with the Nashville PD who also believe things have not been necessarily been transparent. Nashville police initially said that they would release 20 journals and a memoir belonging to Hale after their investigation was concluded. Oh, 20 journals. I mean, this is, you know, we see three pages. That's just a tip of the surface. I mean, that's that's mind blowing. I huh? haven't.
1: Because what was on these three pages were pretty crazy. You know, imagine what the whole journal would
0: be. Yeah. And, you know, the other thing is, too, well, we'll talk about it when we get there. Nashville police initially. Okay, so then it goes on to say, uh, but they have since cited lawsuits related to the materials and delaying any release. Hale, who was transgendered, revealed a deep anti-white animus in her writings, especially towards those she considered. Do you, do you think that the the person that they're attacking well I mean, that's kind of like what Stephen Crowder is alluding to that because they were you know it was somebody who was attacking conservative white folks and it was it was the, uh, the transgender who you know basically the narrative that he was talking about do you think that's that plays a toll here
1: it can because they have to they're treading on on like a, on on water you know what i mean they're going yeah. they have to be careful what they say because anything you say you can start an up or and you go too far to the left or too far to the right something's mm-hmm. gonna gonna tip off that little little thing and especially in nashville something i mean it's really simple for somebody to take something the wrong way and start. Um, you know, people getting angry and doing some attacks on certain places.
0: Because there's a second part of this narrative, you know, although, you know, Steven Crowder is trying to push forward, you know, the second part of the narrative that he's bringing to light is the the gun narrative, you know, possession rights for, you know, Steven Crowder is on the side for, you know, the Second Amendment and that everybody should have, you know, their right to have a weapon and protect themselves as they need be. You know, school shooting and, and those type of things really don't reflect well on that, t- on that side of uh other political aisle so to speak you know what do you think about that being a particular part of this as well
1: actually uh i read a pretty interesting report on this just this morning or yesterday i was I was flipping through some articles i was talking about a texas man who i think he won his case all the way up in in the grand jury he had threatened to ask um to unalive his ex-girlfriend and he had I don't know, his weapons taken away and he couldn't buy anymore. And that was when he was a younger kid. So he fought and he just won back where, where he can actually buy weapons now again. Because uh, so the the debate that I think you were trying to get to was she was able to buy seven weapons, right? When she was going through this emotional treatment. Right. That's a lot of weapons for, I think, and it was within a two-year span. Yep, but, I
0: but the thing is, I mean, if you if you agree with the fact that, you know, you should have the right to own something, who should give you a limit on what you can own? You know, who can limit okay. you on how many properties you can own? Who can limit you on how many TVs you can own? How many cars you want to buy? You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I see that, that I, I would want to buy whatever amount I want to buy. But the thing is, when somebody's going through some emotional, you know, um, suicidal or, or depression it might mean it be a watch or something you know like in florida where they have the, the red flag rule if they're under the red flag they, they can't have weapons sorry my daughter opened the door
0: no i get it i get it and you know i i feel that you know me personally i, I think that there should be i don't know maybe some more stricter rules as far as a person being able to obtain a, a firearm and maybe even some training I mean, if you want to, if you want to drive a drive a car, you you have to pass a driving test. You know, if you want a driving license. Yeah. So I, I just don't understand why some of those parameters aren't put on also hand handgun safety or, or weapon safety and things like that. Now I know it's still not going to be a. Um, you know, solve everything. And it wouldn't it wouldn't make a difference in this case, right? Because in this case, we just have somebody who's disturbed.
1: Disturbed and had a lot of mental issues. And just by those three pages, I mean, I wonder what else is in those books. There's more of a like, how long they've been planning. Because these kind of people plan things, man. It wasn't a spare the moment thing.
0: No, it, it definitely wasn't and there's nothing else we can do but just kind of get into it right And right, so you know if you guys don't want to you know hear some of those things we're not going to go into the vulgarness of it you know we're just going to read through what we can but just want to give you guys you know the disclaimer and the trigger warning all right big blue let's, let's go into this already top of this says you know death day yeah exactly. today is the big day one. yeah it does have the date 3 23 so this is the day that this person wrote this this today is the day the day has finally come i can't believe it's here Don't know how I was able to get this far, but here I am. She's kind of boasting, and this is some sort of like celebration for this person. Yeah. Does does that sound right? That's
1: what what they're, uh, it's like she's trying to still make it into a rhyme.
0: Yeah. Maybe a little like a, like a poem but yeah. not one of those that necessarily rhymes. This goes says I'm a little nervous, but excited to been excited for the past two weeks. So there are several times I could have been caught, especially back in the summer of 2021. Like, like, that's kind of weird, right? This person was according to her own. She, she was putting out that there was clues apparently right back in the summer of 2021. Yeah. I, I wonder what kind of clue that was.
1: Yeah. I wonder, you know, like I said, she's going through emotional treatment, but she must have been seeing maybe a psychiatrist and maybe she let it out but the psychiatrist has to keep it in the medical records. But sometimes it's like really damning. I think they can say something, but then they would have to pull her psychiatrist records and see all that stuff. And that's kind of privileged information somehow.
0: None of that matters now. I'm almost an hour and seven minutes away. You know, do you think this is some sort of like maybe taunting, you know, knowing that this is going to be found by law enforcement and be read?
1: I think so. I think her right around the distance of where she was from, where she was driving from. Mm-hmm. Was like uh, last words, last memoir, without doing a video recording. Yeah, um, I'm trying to remember the state where that guy went to the grocery store. Remember he video recorded himself, his last statements before he walked
0: in. Oh yeah, dude, wasn't he like a YouTuber? Uh, I'm not sure. I think I think he he
1: was like live streaming it on Twitch or something.
0: Yeah, 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 something like that. That's, some people are crazy, man. All right, let's continue. This it says um. Can't believe I'm doing this. I'm ready. I hope my victims aren't. My only fear is if anything goes wrong, I'll do my best to prevent something I can't read of that sort. And then and then this person puts in parentheses. Now, this is why I think this is definitely a taunt. Because where this incident took place, it was, you know, a uh, private church school. And then they go into to write in, God, let my wrath take over my anxiety. I mean, people
1: just are a little... They're wrong in the head, you know, anxiety. That happens to a lot of people, but they don't turn anxiety into this. Anxiety makes people, this is more than just anxiety. When people get anxiety, they get into a panic attack, they freeze. This person meticulously thought this out, meticulously enough that they he he even went to, you know, they have videos and photos of her at the gun range practicing that. This person can't blame 100% on mental illness when they planned it. And because mentally ill people, like really mentally ill people. They don't know what they're doing, honestly. like Sometimes it's not even real to them. What do you think
0: it is? Like, just attention? Is it, you know? Because I don't know how many sane people would go off and think that the, there's some justification behind this. And, I mean, she was also seeing a doctor for mental health issues. You know, it, it, that can go down a completely different you know, rabbit hole, we can get into big pharma and get into, you know, the, the drugs that are being forced on children and things like that. That's a, that's, that's on its own one whole thing. I mean, is there that a possibility that some of the drugs that she was on had some sort of effect on her mental status? What do you think? I mean, you're in the, uh, somewhat in the medical field. Have you, have you, have you ever heard, or is there something going on in, you know, between anybody that have, in the medical field that talk about some of these drugs that are put out there for our, for, for our children, you know, the um, ADHD medication, the anxiety medication that, you know, parents are putting younger kids that it's just kind of spread out. What what are you, what is your opinion on that? I I don't
1: work specifically in that field, but I see that we as a society use it as a norm. We use it as, you know, our like get through day kind of happy pill when it stops working we look for other things to do i mean that's why there's so many people that that do drugs and and alcohol and and, uh, because i i see it like at early ages man early ages that you know i I do a lot of triage and screening and i'm like you know minors like teens always on anxiety medicines like man i never thought of that stuff when we were in school you know what i mean nobody yeah man that's you know we were really really bad i guess our parents would take us the doctor but we never thought oh i'm having a bad day i need to take a pill kind of day right but i think we normalized it now and it's
0: pretty sad sometimes no i, I get it you know and and some some folks need it you know there, there there is there are some folks that do need it but i just think that like for those that don't and i'm not saying that she wasn't i don't know who Andre Hill was or her medical pass or any of those things Well, Lisa says here i'm an er nurse parents bring kids all the time for med clearance for placement an alarming number of young kids are on strong psych meds. I
1: mean, it, it's one of those things where um, it, it's a sad story sometimes, you know, and because like something like this, this person had anxiety, but they went more the route that they want to take others with them kind of deal. And yeah. then the ones I've dealt with more are the kind that I want to take myself out kind of deal. It's sad because sometimes the parents don't know. You know, sometimes, you know, the parents bring them in and you're talking to the person and you see the signs and you're like, hey, uh, the dad, you know, might have brought him in because you know, they took like two pills. Um, you got to really get into it, like asking some really thorough questions and two pills turned into a whole bottle sometimes. Yeah. They got to go, they got to go, get, you know, stomach pumped and charcoal and all that stuff. But it's a sad thing you know I, i've seen it where it's like i remember this one time i was trying to do some of these blood pressure because they weren't feeling good i wrote sleeve and young 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 person but uh I probably had six marks all the way up the arm, mm-hmm. fresh and you're like man and the parents didn't notice until i was trying to do the blood pressure so like man you, you know yeah. you you got to keep an eye on your kids man sometimes they'll do stuff without you you're noticing
0: yeah 100 man They it gets crazier and crazier each year you know what i'm saying like for instance you know the things that my parents did when they were, you know, in their teenage years, you know, young 20s are probably not something that is considered bad by what we probably did. And then, you know, our, some of our kids, hopefully not mine, <laughs> might take it to a leather level. Miller Another time, 66 said she was also taking testosterone. That's, if that's true, I mean, that's, that's also like the hormones added to, you know, any type of maybe mental illness that she may have been on and, and any type uh, of medication that she could have been mixing you know who knows how that could have well this could be a result as to why this not may have happened but could have led to the uh, instability of the yeah. person
1: and i, I honestly want to say that that is pretty true when those treatments they're you're pumping this testosterone into a body that's not meant for it so it, it would throw off your chemical of imbalances man and that's true i mean there, there's a story of that it was a a YouTuber or a TikTok or something where she did a study and she wanted to see how men are treated. So she, you know, she changed her appearance, got on the testosterone. After two years, uh, she committed suicide because it was too much for her. In, in her letters, it was saying uh, the pressure, the way everybody looked at her, the way everybody talked to her just wasn't, uh, it made her go over the over that, that bomb. Ban. So it's, uh, it's, it's a crazy field out there now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Let's continue this. It says, it might be only 10 minutes tops. It might be three to seven. Going to go quick, which, you know, we had six passing seven with um, Audrey's life being taken as well by the police. I hope I have a high count. You know what I mean? Ready to die. Ha ha. And then I can't around. Maybe that's what that says. I'm not sure. Uh, That's her
1: initials. I think I see it on the other one, too. Let's flip the next one.
0: First and foremost, this says redacted on the side. This appears to be a car door behind it uh, there's a the curve there's some leaves so they're parked along the side of the road all right just a couple of things that i wanted to point out there you see a bunch of dollar symbols over here on the right side you see that blue
1: yeah i was looking at that too there's some writing at the top but you can't see it
0: five dot time uh, that could be time right above it see, could
1: i since she, so she knew that the doors were automatic field so maybe she thought she'd go in and win a carrier when it lunch may be around 11 a.m to 1 p.m i think she was trying to make it to the lunchroom.
0: yeah well that would be where
1: everybody would be at one place
0: yeah the mass casualty evil man evil 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 later scheduled death day 6 30 desired 7 a.m get dressed 7.05 to 8.55 it's covered but it's, it starts with something with an S with stuffed animals and possessions uh, at 9 a.m eat breakfast at home that's a heart over home 9.30 pack up special belongings in backpack 9.50 test knife car glass breaker on dad's old cars at 10 a.m leave for royal range 19 to 20 minutes 10 20 gear up and set up guns and trunk assemble and get out, rest with mags the vest. inside it. vest. There the you vest, go. yeah. Good catch, Good catch. Eleven twenty. Final videotape. Ten minutes. Um, there's a tape out there. There's a tape. There's a tape. What do you think's on that tape?
1: Uh, like most people, like that I've seen, it's just you know them talking, their reasonings, their goodbyes, whatever st- other stuff they want to throw in there.
0: Do you think there's clues to us to? I mean, you're not clues. I mean, she seems very narcissistic, right? And it's all about her, and she made clues, she put out clues. Do you think she's going to go in detail about said clues that she put out there? Kind of as a, you could have stopped me, this is how you could have stopped me, but you couldn't figure it out, you couldn't do it?
1: Maybe. Yeah, because, you know... The thing that gets me is I don't know why she said summer. If she ever threatened this school away in the summer, there's nobody there. Uh, you know, like they, they probably didn't take it possible she did a threat during the summer. No, when she,
0: I don't know if it's a threat. Maybe it was more of a a statement. You know, uh to to somebody. You know, I'm I'm tired of. You know, she went to the school right. No, this is yeah. completely speculation on my end. Maybe, perhaps, she sees that this school is responsible for something, right? Because of mm-hmm. their beliefs and and this or that. Maybe she told somebody, you know, they screwed me up. You know, I'm gonna one day. I'm gonna do something, right? Mm-hmm. And that could have been what she's referencing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like going to any school, you'll get ridiculed, but more of a religious school, and you you don't act the same way, or you, you'll get ridiculed. But I don't know why punish these children when these children were not around her at that age maybe just in her mind that's what she the type of children she going do you um, to, but it's, it's, it's
0: just crazy. No, it definitely is. It says 1120 to 1130, the 10-minute the video. 1135, leave for Covenant School. 12 p.m., arrive at Covenant School. So does, she had it down to the, the time. Uh, one time she's going to leave there, What time she's arriving. Kind of gives you an idea of how far she probably was. All right, check parking lot for security. 12-5, arrive in designated parking space. 12-5, 12, 5, 12 10 prepare for attack and it's traveled up 12 something lock and load all weapons Twelve thirty-seven, open fire towards what is that word blue i
1: think it's southwest entrance
0: oh ah, way to go big blue that's true let's something begin yeah y'all can read that one i think when i saw the
1: video what did help out a little bit was it took a little bit to get through the doors you know i mean the glass the, they were i don't think they were bulletproof i think they were shatterproof so it took a while to get through you know and i mean And that gave uh, quite a bit of the children some time to run. And the teachers did a good job at at getting the children out of the front of the school. But I don't know the school layout, so I don't know how the children would
0: be hey but i, I want to ask you a question real quick check out this handwriting right look at this handwriting i mean the, the messed up parts right you see that yeah does that look the same that don't look the same to me
1: uh, go back a
0: little bit see, see the, the these lines or these words are straight up and down are these straight up and down yeah they kind of are maybe it's just the angle but these look these look kind of different to me i
1: would look at like the, uh the wise Y's, the eyes and see how long her her, her the writing goes
0: up because this is the other one does that reading or that writing also look the same I mean, I I feel like this one and the last one kind of do. I just felt like the second one didn't look that I don't know. Maybe it's just my eyes. Now let me know in the comment section. Does it look the same?
1: Look at the
0: date on this. This one. one's from yeah, this one's from February third. Um it says go to go to private fancy schools with those fancy khakis and sports backpacks. She just hated, you know, was hating on herself. I mean, she went to this school. You know what I mean? With yeah, her daddy's think- Mustangs and convertibles, you see. Here, here's the thing: it sounds like her her hatred is towards an older group of people. Yeah, nine year olds aren't going to be driving Mustangs and convertibles.
1: Yeah, I know. I was gonna say when I read this, I was like, I think maybe she's she's getting her thoughts from when she was a child maybe middle school high school and it took her back to elementary and that's where she got stuck that's what she had fun and she's talking about blonde people and hair and stuff i think she had a specific uh, person that she was probably thinking of you know
0: yeah she calls them white privilege and uses a slur uh for describing sexual orientation this is these are the messages that went out so this is a uh, Aiden which is i think her transition name right this is my last goodbye. I love you. See you again in another live. Audrey parentheses Aiden and the message back goes, Audrey, you have so much more to to live. I pray God keeps and covers you. Uh, Audrey says, I know, but I don't want to live. I'm so sorry. I'm not trying to upset you or get attention. I just need to die. I wanted to tell you first because you are are the most beautiful person I've ever seen and known my, all my life. My family doesn't know what I'm about to do. One day this will make more sense. I've left more than enough evidence behind. So she definitely wants her story out there. There's no denying that. That
1: is true.
0: But something bad is about to happen. Forgive me. And these are unanswered. So basically that post I made on here about you was basically a self-taken note. I'm planning for my life to end today. It's not a joke. You'll probably hear about me on the news after I pass. This is my last goodbye. Love you. See you again in another life. Audrey, Aiden. No, this was before. This was the first one because that was that was the top part.
1: It had yeah. the time
0: the Yeah, this one didn't have the time on them. But this this is my last goodbye. Love you. See you again in another life. That's the uh, the last statement there. Yeah. So this just... one was the top one. Now, I mean, who, who was this person, Blue? Do you know who this person was? I don't. I thought they're where trying they to protect from? us no
1: it doesn't say a name in there at that when i was reading through it but, and it was a, I'm, I'm it was a cop it. i don't think it was a copper help i think it was more like a goodbye because she didn't say what she was going to do or where she just said i mean maybe that person would have uh, acted and said hey this person's trying to do something to themselves and had to at least go check on him and maybe it's a different story but
0: i'm not sure if they did or not yeah this doesn't seem right i I don't know i don't know anything about this i'm just going to read this so i'll just say that at first look it's the title seems weird she checked her instagram she didn't expect a message from the covenant school shooter i don't know if this is from this is the person but it didn't sound like based on those messages that we read that they weren't unfamiliar with each other what do you think yeah
1: to me it was that they knew each other or they once uh, like not like close close friends but maybe they knew each other in the past and maybe they were
0: right. distant friends right but like for instance if one of your buddies from like middle school because this is from like eighth grade i think you know contacted you with some sort of like weird messages like this i mean you know that's not somebody you're close to now you know i would assume you would i don't know i just feel like that conversation would have gone differently
1: no i mean I, I i honestly sometimes like i have had a friend reach out a little bit when they were going through some depression and crazy because i was messaging with them and then you know I work overnight, so i, I put fell asleep after messaging and then like I woke up like three hours later and just he had messaged me, Oh man, I'm having a bad day. You you don't even want to listen to me. Uh, I might do something. And you know, I called him. That was my reaction. I called him right when I woke up and saw so like, Hey man, I fell asleep. I didn't see your messages. I wanted to ignore you. Lisa asked it.
0: if police would have taken her friend serious that morning, this would have been stopped. I'm assuming that she did contact police. I thought she didn't, you know, but if she contacted police what kind of responsibility does law enforcement hold when people report things like this before it happens and i'm assuming the rest of that was like and police don't do anything about it they can definitely get in trouble there's you know um Actions on becoming of an officer, uh, elected duty, uh, probably be the biggest one. A failure to act is basically what that means. And, yeah, they, they can definitely get into to some serious heat if somebody's reporting something and they're not taking it serious. There's interviews out there um, of the girl who tells how she begged police to do something that morning when she called them several times. At 9.57 a.m., a former middle school basketball teammate of Audrey Hale looked at her phone to find a message from the Covenant School shooter on Instagram. Averina Patton said she saw the message that Hale planned to die by taking her own and that Patton would see it on the news. In the messages Patton provided to Channel 5 News, Hale told Patton she would she would be here again in another life. Hale told Patton about no longer wanting to live and the need to pass pass away. One day this will make more sense, Hill wrote. I've been behind more than enough evidence. I've left behind more than enough evidence, but something bad is about to happen. and still can't believe she was one of the last people to have contact with the Covenant School shooter. The two played basketball together at IT Criswell Middle School years ago. I'm trying to wrap my mind around it all. How I'm involved, how I How I'm sent the message. I got a lot of questions and I'm giving them to God. Hale was right. Patton found out later on the news. I had no clue it was her. I had. We knew it was a shooting, but I didn't know that that message was tied to the actual physicist A physical, what happened? Tragedy, said Patton. It's something Patton is still trying to wrap her mind around. Knowing she did, she did all she could to help. Spiritually, it's it's eating me. It's eating me alive right now, right now, because I'm trying to make God help me wrap my mind around what what it is. This what 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 is this? God. Patton says she hopes that this is a warning to others. My message to you guys would be. To say something, I don't care how minimal or how big or how you personally feel about it. If you have something or uh, of someone saying, I need help, I'm about to harm myself, say something. In the Covenant school, a private Christian school in Green Hills experienced mass shooting on Monday when students and staff passed on the campus, three children and three staff members. Elle said family had no idea what was about to happen. I tried to comfort and encourage her and subsequently tr- reached out to the suicide prevention helpline after being instructed by my father at 10.08 a.m. Audrey shared with others that she had been suicidal in the past. And I knew to take this serious, Patton said to News Channel 5. Patton says she called the Nashville Davidson County Sheriff's Office to make them aware of the situation and was instructed to call the Nashville's non-emergency number. By then, MNPD says it was too late. After phone calls from friends and Audrey's name was released as the shooter, the Covenant Nashville School learned that Audrey was the shooter and that she had reached out to me prior to the shooting pad and said, my heart is full, my heart is with all the families affected, and I am devastated by what has happened. It does appear that she did try to make contact and was told to call the non-emergency number. Yeah, because,
1: I mean, sometimes
0: I know that there is, depending on the city, Mm -hmm. when when you call
1: the police, they might do like a wellness check. But sometimes if you call a non-emergent number, they'll send a wellness, like an officer with a, um, sometimes it's like, not a psychiatrist. I'm trying to think of the other name. Social worker. I think uh-huh. they, they they have a unit sometimes that specifically handles uh, those kind of cases. That way, they can if a person needs to be admitted somewhere, they can do all that stuff. Uh, right. But I guess you know they don't send an officer out every time. Because trust me, there's a lot of calls. Yeah.
0: Lisa says I'm 100% pro law enforcement. How uh, forceful are a lot? legally allowed to get if someone calls and reports someone who makes threats like this there's body cam footage of cops going to her house so as far as the forcefulness about how somebody can get i mean you know unfortunately some people will call the police on things that that aren't true right and one of them is was like swatting i'm not sure if you guys are familiar with that and what that is is where somebody's going live live stream like what we are doing and somebody gets personal information from the creator find out where they live and they call the local police department and say that somebody is held at gunpoint or or is being kidnapped or something like that. And what ends up happening is the SWAT team will kick in while they're on the live and these kids think it's funny. So because of those type of things, just because somebody says that this person is claiming to do something doesn't give law enforcement basically the right to take their freedoms away or anything. Now they can go investigate it and you can talk to the the person make contact with them and keep a close eye on it. Uh, Just because somebody says something doesn't really make it uh, to the point where law enforcement can go and act on it at that point. Now, you know, they're, they start investigating it. They look into, you know, she purchased seven guns recently and start looking at other things. All right. There might be more there, and so you know a case has to be built. It's kind of like Brian Koberger case. You know they got his name from the IGG, but they didn't mean anything. They couldn't go and arrest him for it. They had to build a case. It's like any other case. As far as who's responsible for that, it doesn't sound like that would have been a law enforcement or an officer's duty. That sounds more like a dispatcher that made the wrong call and said, you know, call, you know, the non-emergency line. I would assume that dispatcher would probably be uh, reprimanded for that. What do you think, Blue? Do you think that something should happen to that dispatcher?
1: I mean, it just depends on the protocol. It depends on how the call came in. Um, so we would have to hear the 911 call. And, hey, I have a friend that messaged me that she wants to take her online. Uh, can you all do a wellness check? Then definitely, um, they probably should have sent an officer. But if they have a protocol, like, okay. So wellness checks go through the non-emergent call this number, and they'll be able to help you. But by the only yeah. admission, they said that they did that call around 10 o'clock. If you look at the shooter's schedule, I think by 10 o'clock, they were already packing up and getting ready to go, or were already at the shooting range at 10 o'clock. Yeah,
0: but this was, you know, she didn't go, she didn't start the shooting till when, like, 1230? When, yeah, when did it actually start?
1: It was an hour drive from where she was at, remember
0: Right, and the other thing is, too, I don't think there was anything in her text messages that alluded that they were going to that she was going to go to a specific school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It it, it sounded more like probably, um, you know, somebody just taking their own. You know, when she probably called law enforcement or, or called dispatch, the call probably came in as that, not necessarily as, hey, you know, this person's going to go to a school and take the lives of people. So I still don't think that it should have been a non-emergency line situation, but I do understand why. And, and and you're right, you know, in a well, wellness check, because many of the times that a wellness check is, it's like on when somebody elder passes and nobody can, you know, get a hold of them for a couple of days. And then there's a wellness check on, you know, so because that is the high percentage of those type of calls, uh, I'm assuming, and it doesn't make it right, uh, that that's the reason why I did send it off that direction. That's
1: what I'm thinking. i send to a detective that will probably go to the house. There was probably no alarm saying, she would have said, hey, she's got a bunch of guns and she might do something, I'm pretty sure they would have shown up quicker, but we don't know that. We don't know what she said. I know some some places they already have the the tapes, so maybe somebody got the tape already and listened to it.
0: Lisa says, Do they have to lay eyes on the person and speak to them to verify that the accusations aren't true? I mean, not necessarily. Um, you know, if you get a if you get a call, for instance, that there's you know, you you suspect somebody of trying to do this at their house. And uh, and the um, the accusation is that they're going to, to take their own life. An officer would go out there know, attempt to make contact at the door. But if nobody answers the door and they can't see anything through the windows, they can't legally go in there, right? Yeah. They'd have to get a warrant for that and they'd have to have reason behind it. And I've never been a part of that, so I don't know what type of you know how long that's going to take or things of that nature, but uh, they don't necessarily need to verify it to a certain extent. Let's just say that that blue calls for a wellness check on him saying, Hey, i is you know acting crazy. Police officer goes out there and knocks on him's door. Let's just say i opens the door just a little bit and says, Leave me alone, I'm fine. Closes the door. There's nothing that that officer can do, you know what I'm saying, and. You know, unless there's something in the presence review, like through the window or something like that. But yeah, they don't have to necessarily verify them with that. And in a situation like this, because the threat wasn't necessarily against other people, it was towards themselves, um, you know, law enforcement is going to be put in a very tricky situation where it's, it's result driven, you know, police did something bad because people lost their lives. And that's not necessarily the case. You know, if the, if the act accus- if, if the accusation is, you know, this person's going to <clears throat> do something insane. You know, whether it's a shooting, bombing, whatever the case may be, an investigation would have to start. And, you know, initially what's going to happen is they're probably going to lay eyes on this person and, you know, just kind of watch them, make sure that they're not doing anything that would lead to something crazy. You know, if they start seeing them packing up backpacks and putting them in their car and it looks like you can kind of see some weapons, you're probably going to knock down that vehicle. As soon as they leave, you know, but what I mean by that is pull it over yeah. and, and get probable cost, pull it over and get them out of the car. And, you know, if need be arrest them for something small, you know, what people don't know is there's really only two, two offenses that a police officer cannot arrest you for throughout the entire United States. Now, I know that there are you know other different rules and laws and ordinances that are per state, but a rule amongst all the states that a person cannot get arrested for is for speeding and for open container. Anything else is game. You know, they turn without using their signal line. Although it's a sightable arrest or a sightable incident, you can give them, you can arrest them for it. And when you arrest them for it, you process the vehicle the whole nine yards. And I know everybody's going to say, hey, you know, I I know people that have gotten arrested for speeding. It's, It's not for speeding. It's probably for reckless driving if they're going for, you know, through it, if they're, endangering people to that extent with their speed is considered reckless driving which is a different offense and open container doesn't necessarily mean that the person you know was driving and drinking it could have been somebody else's container in the car and if the person is drunk and well, that's a different offense than just the open container does that make sense to you, Bo?
1: yeah yeah i know in texas uh, i've always been told that way you don't get arrested is it can't be at arm's reach that's why I like you can have the the, the containers, not open, but like in your car, but like they suspect you're drinking and you have it on reach, it can get you for more drinking and driving
0: because you have the containers in there. No, just having a container, even drinking while driving doesn't constitute somebody under the influence to the point where their driving is impaired by their drinking. There is certain tests that need to be provided to determine the level of intoxication. You know, you you corroborate that evidence with a breathalyzer and that'll determine whether or not a person is or can be arrested. Well, guys, that's going to do it for us today. Well, I appreciate everybody that's listened in. We'll see you guys on Friday. Hyman ah, will be back. Care. He'll be joining us. He'll be dressed as the Muffin Man. I look <laughs> forward to it. If you want to see that, make sure you like and subscribe and ring do that you notification know the
1: bell. Man? Yeah.
0: Or maybe it was the <laughs> Gingerbread Girl. I don't remember. One of the two. <laughs> Not my gumdrop buttons. Oh, it'll be a yeah. fun time, man. Christmas is just around the corner. You know what I'm saying? We'll-